God's been good to me Down through the years God's been good to me This ain't really Virginia. This is Montgomery County. I say down through the years. Come on, help me. Come on, help me. Everybody's singing down. I can't sing, but I can make a joyful noise. All ye land, God. Come on, sopranos, y'all sing down. You know where he's been good He's been good All in my home All in my home Hey, God's been Everybody sing on Yes, God's been good. I can hear him in Tupelo yeah, saying, yeah. oh, oh, my home. He's been good. God's been good to me. Yeah. He's been good. He's been good. How many of y'all not retired? Y'all got to go to work good. in the morning. All on my job. All of my job, all my job, God's been good, God's been good to me, everybody's singing all, all of my job, I said God's been, hey, all of my job. One more time, we just gonna take it to the top, then we're gonna get out of here. Down through the years. That, that's a long time. Down, down through the years. God's been good. God's everybody singing down, down through the years. Come on, greater Lazion down. God's
we give honor to the Spirit of Christ and the abiding and aiding Holy Spirit, the Word of God, the Logos, Christ incarnate before us, to the pastor of this house, his lovely bride. We thank God for you and your 30 plus years of union that have given life and birth. in these walls to these officers and deacons amen we thank god for you and all of my father's children um praise god from whom all blessings flow now um i just need to do a couple of things if y'all don't mind y'all pray for me and i won't be too long Y'all stay as quiet as you are now. I'll be here to risk in preseason. <laughs> Can I get an amen? amen? Four people want to go home right now. <laughs> I just want to thank uh, Brother Deacon Wood for the invitation to come. He's a very brave soul and spirit. Reached out on the limb to have us here today. I want to thank God for him and his friendship uh, over the years. Uh, Brother Windley. But Deacon, I, I, we were sharing upstairs in the room, and I told him, uh, I was just sharing to him about uh, some of my life experiences as we shared some of his life experiences, life down in Chesapeake and down there throughout the time, and kind of talked about my experiences at Howard, and I said when I was on campus, I didn't really spend time on campus. I got out uh, and went about the countryside. Uh, from Chicago, you kind of landlocked. You got Gary, you got Flint, you got Milwaukee. You know what I mean? There's all the more reason to stay home. Uh, but when I came to the metropolitan city, I went up and down the East Coast. And uh, as the brother said, turns out to be one of Brother Wood's coworkers. I met him in Boston, uh, one of our weekend joints. And we have been friends ever since, Brother Derek Hatton. So we thank God for him being here today. Uh, we love him. He knew me as the chicken hawk before the Lord got hold to me. Hallelujah to the Lamb. And to, um, if y'all don't mind the other members of the, the Divine Nine, I just want to thank these fine men of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated uh, who have come out to be with us today, all the way from the young brothers from Alpha Chapter on the drums to Brother Fairchild and these gentlemen over here. Uh, we thank God they've given us the privilege to serve them as their third district chaplain. Uh, we're going to lift up Christian manhood and holy cues everywhere we go. So from the pulpit to the door, uh, the cues are on the floor. So we just thank God for the spirit of God. Now, <laughs> let me tell you how all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord. I ain't been saved all my life, but I've been trying to get saved most of my life. Amen. And I was met Brother Fairchild. He's in my chapter and we were talking one day and we just started talking I started for a period of time I was going to be a new Negro and I was going to go by my initials you know great preachers they go by like TD I was going to go by initials CL you know what I mean I thought somehow going by your initials uh, classified who you were and then uh, Fairchild said you know I had a brother named went by CL you know I said CL but okay well, what was he? he said well he passed it you know in the Chicago area I said, oh, he did? Okay, well, where about? He said, well, he's in Waukegan. The conversation went on. I said, what church? And she went and told me, I said, Uncle Charlie, <laughs> CF, Fairchild, that's your brother. 
Yeah, great man of faith, God brings people together. So that's why you always be nice to people. Because you never know when you might need somebody to be nice to you. So we thank God. And your pastor, I, I, I know that uh, he's a friend, Brother Wood, and um, I'm questioning uh, the degree of that friendship now. Uh, we uh, preached this morning, and I guess we did okay. He invited us back at 11. Uh, but in between, he took us to eat uh, and fed us real good. And, you know, I have some Mississippi proclivities, Brabell. After I eat a good meal, I, I get relaxed. You get it when you get to the car. And so we dined sufficiently, then they brought me to service and had these men, these hundred voices of praise. If you multiply. <laughs> and uh, then the first guy got up and he sang and he squalled. And took my clothes. I can't close that because he didn't already squall. And then right before preaching time, the guy gets up and says, ooh-wee, in the song. I said, I thought you was my friend, Doc. This is a setup. So I had to bring my own tune. <laughs> this is about all I got. <laughs> but there is a word from the law. Uh, I'm going to do something I don't normally do. I had an, another sermon that I'd worked on out of Luke 9 that dealt with transitional leadership and the empowerment of men in the role of transformational leadership. Uh, but since y'all have got such a great spirit of praise, I'm going to go back to Psalm 100 again, if y'all don't mind. Psalm 100, if y'all don't mind. I don't know if... Some people stood this morning. I didn't know if they did it out of habit or felt sorry for me. Amen. But they, so if it's, your, if it's yours to stand, we ask that you would stand. Brother Senior, we thank God for you putting the word on the vine. We'll make you pay later. Amen. So glad to have Sister Bishop with us here this morning. Make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing, Psalm 100. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name, for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. For the Lord is good. For the Lord is good grass with the flower fades the word of our God shall stand forever most gracious and eternal wise God it is us here uh, in Fairfax County Virginia this branch of Zion uh, lifting up our voices in praise and adoration in our hearts in thankfulness and gratefulness as we turn our eyes towards you let us see a glimpse of Calvary where our salvation was solidified and then in the resurrection where our faithfulness was honored. And as we look towards eternity for the soon coming King, show us a glimpse of the beauty of your return. Now, Father, bless the food that we are about to receive for the nourishments of our souls. Because of, not because of me, but in spite of me, let this meal be edible and delectable 
according to the administering of the Holy Spirit at this great banquet table. For love, we, Lord, we love you, we honor you, and we cherish you, our strength and our redeemer. And the people of God together said, amen and amen and amen. Just want to talk a few minutes to the men. Want to talk a few minutes to the men again. We take it from a different perspective. Uh, I had a young, a young person that, um, I, I, you know, again, I think I try to keep young people around, uh, if nothing more than to help me with my cell phone. I try to. Keep... No, I mean I really do. I really, because you know I don't really know what I be doing, so I just keep them around. And I have one particular young person who's grown to be very. Um, uh, be very, very special to me. And, and she always shares, she always shares with the people around me when I do something uh, that is not quite what they think I to do. And she always says, you know, she'll say, you have but one job. So if something goes wrong, she'll look at my deacons and she'll say, you have but one job. If I do something that's that is embarrassing uh, to the general public, which I am off to do, she'll tell the person who's closest to me, you have but one job. When I go to the store and I come back uh, wearing something that looks a little crazy, she'll tell whoever went to me, you have but one job. Recently bought a new car. It looks exactly like the last car. <laughs> no, really, exactly. <laughs> I took one of my deacons. She said, you have but one. question she's really posing is why do you let him do it all by himself she often tells some mother oh mommy you know he needs help you have but one job it, it says something about my character but it says something about the simplicity of doing one job and doing it well when you have one job and you focus in and drill down on that one job and you do it well, it speaks highly of your possibility, your promise, one job. As believers in Christ, we, we think, we know that God has given us a, a multiplicity Study to show ourselves to prove that's a job. To walk by faith and not by sight. That, that's a job. To believe that he's a very present help in the time of trouble. That, that, that's a job. To testify of him uh, in the face of those who are not believers. That, that's a job. Love God and keep his commandment that's the whole duty of man for God will bring every work in the judgment with every secret thing whether it be good or whether it be evil that, that's what Solomon said in Ecclesiastes 12 that's one job one job to know that we are to to teach the gospel and be baptized in the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit and to reach all nations. One job. That's a whole lot of one. Put them all together and it's sort of like a gumbo. Changes according to season. Many ingredients but one pot. 
And if you get to it right, it's so good for the soul. One, 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 one job. The Psalms are good preaching material because they're either about lamenting something that has happened in life and then believing at the end of the power of God not only to resurrect from the cross but to resurrect in our daily lives. One job is not to lay down and be down but to get up when we are down because the power of God can sustain us and empower us and lift us. One job to believe that when tears come down our eyes that God will wipe away all of our tears. One more job to believe when the bottom has fallen out that God will be there to plant your feet on solid ground so he will lift you up one job to believe that he's still a very present help in the time one job one job we done all gone through this series of, of sermons called Psalms of voices of prayer and promise and now we're here at Psalm 100, which is a, a doxological word, mind, to lift up our voices and praise because of who God is, what God has done, even if we never experience what God will do. One job. One job. It's a whole lot, and it's kind of confusing. Do we pray? Do we have faith? Do we believe? Do we hope? Do we depend? What really is the job of the believers? Well, well, I don't know what Psalm 99 says and Psalm 101 says, but in Psalm 100, it says, Make a joyful shout with great exclamation. Lift up your voices. Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring. The earth declares the glory of God. One voice is to lift up your voices and exclaim that God is the center, the creator, the sustainer, and the giver of perfect life. One job. Why? That job to praise. We praise because God has been good to us. You know, when I was... Brother Tristan's age, and, and I've been watching him, and thank him for reading my bio. He read it just like my mother wrote it. We thank God for that. Uh, all of those great things. We thank God for mother. And, 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 and the senior saints would say, you know, the Lord, he been good. Yeah, that's not even grammatically right. But now, you know, I've gone and I've passed English 101 and English 102. And, and I know about conjugating, you know, verbs and things. And, and now, even in all of that, I now understand the Lord, him been good. Yeah, no, I understand now. I understand. I got enough mileage behind me. It's one thing to know that the Lord is good, but now I know he's been good. Uh-huh, yeah, and he woke me up this morning. You know, that's shouting time right there. He started me on my way. 
Mm-hmm. The Lord, he's been good. So you, 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 you shout, you shout, you shout because the Lord is good. Uh, Israel was experiencing the God of their salvation. See, they had fought with the Amorites. They had fought with the Amalekites. They had fought with the Canaanites. They had been through many dangers, toils and snares, and yet they have already come. Somebody heard my voice right there. They knew what it was to be on the bottom and started on the bottom, but now they're on the top and now they're here. They understood about God being on their side, the Lord that was their shepherd that brought them through the valleys of the shadow of darkness and death, but yet they feared no evil because God was a rod and a staff. You got it right over there. They knew something about the presence of God that led them through 45 men that would be president of the United States, and through it all, God has kept them in perfect peace through Korea, through the Civil War, Vietnam War, through the Iran conflict, through God has been there. Lift up your voices. For great is the Lord and greatly because he been he been good. Woke me up this morning. Started me on my way. Put food on my table. Shoes on my feet. My dear used to say, I got shoes. You got shoes. All God's children got shoes. She had one pair of shoes. The ones that was white that she used to work as a domestic uh, at Holiday Inn. And the same ones she wore on Sunday morning to be a nurse at the Pilgrim Rest Church. But now her children's children got Ferragamos and Stacy Adams. Oh, God's children used to wear Jackson Jeepers. Now they got Air Force Ones. Oh, God's children, lift up your voices. Because the Lord, him been good. It's a familiar focus in the Psalms. The praise, praise changes the perspective of, of your belief. Praise informs your perspective. Any sports fans in here? Anybody had suffered through a losing season? <laughs> Score one touchdown and be your Super Bowl. Yeah, that's all right, all right. Hit a high five with everybody. Chest bomb and bring it in close. Lose 45 to 7. But for that moment, all was right with the world. Fans, fanatics, pay good money to fill stadiums. All across the land, they even got a name, the sixth man. Because they can push the team to victory. Even in the midst of a losing season, it's something about the one on the sideline who is not a participant, but a perspective of what it's like to be on the field. They can lead you to victory because they lift up their voices. I can see Don Shula. I can see Tom Landry. I can see Joe Gibbs. I can see Bill Cower lifting up, waving the fans, saying, cheer for us because it'll push us 
to victory. I, can you see it in your minds, sports fans, how they, they, they want the people in the stands. It turns their back on the problem, and it looks to those who support and say, lift up your voices, because in your voices, we find strength. That's what God is saying in the perspective of the psalmist. Sometimes you've got to turn your back on what's going on behind you to get with the chorus that's in front of you and tell them to lift up your voices. All ye land, serve the Lord with goodness. I see y'all got a whole page of stuff to write notes on. Write that down. Point number one, praise is mandatory. Praise. When the church 40 years, they never had a point. Now you got to give one all the time. Praise is mandatory. Point number two, praise is participatory. Now I don't even know if that's a word. It's, it's a good alliteration. Sound good to me. Good it's a participation sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Praise is mandatory. Praise. Let's say make a joyful noise. Now, uh, I, I tell all my business. I can't. That's why I talk to people because you know I never met a stranger I didn't know. So the pastor was telling me that his daughter couldn't sing. And, oh, she can't. Three people right there said, "Uh huh." <laughs> Show she can. Now you know she probably has you know a particular range and octaves in which she operates. You know when she's soprano, mezzo soprano, contralto. I don't know. You know, I watch TV, you know, I learn stuff. She got a nice little range or whatever. She puts them things in the minors and majors and, you know, probably can do arias and stuff. And, uh, but you know, you get somebody like me. I'm more like Jeremiah was a bullfrog. I took serious the thing, say, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Because sometimes that's the best I got is a noise, you know what I mean? And, uh, and I'm talking to some of y'all too. You yeah, need to be true. You kill it in the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Kill it in the bathroom. Child, you make Luther and Whitney look crazy. He ain't saying nothing but a word. Give you the microphone. It's another thing coming. It's, a, it's another. Look at me. I'm talking to four people in here. The Bible gives all of us permission to be a part of this great participation. It says, make a joyful noise. It don't have to be lyrical. Doesn't have to be in harmony. It don't even have to be in sync. Doesn't have to work with the right pentameter. All it has to be is heartfelt and from deep down. You've got one job that in the face of adversity, say the Lord will make a way. The old folks used to say, if I couldn't say a word, I would just Making a noise, shouting praise and giving glory to God is more than just what we do vocally. It's the belief in which we had of what God has done. God brings us true joy and contentment and peace and the means of which demonstrating that we recognize the value of God in our life is that we make that noise. That great theologian and lyricist Marvin Gaye says, Sometimes it makes you throw up both your hands. It makes you want to holler. The rappers and jammers of my day say throw your hands high in the air and wave them like you just don't care. 
If God's been good in your neighborhood, somebody shout, oh, yeah. Somebody. Whatever you do, you ought to make some noise. For the Lord got one job. Make, make one job. Praise is mandatory. Praise is a participatory. Participating. Something we can all do together. And the third little point here is that praise is available. You can do it. Now, I don't like a whole lot of noise. I don't. You know, I, you know Doc, I, I love children. I do, but they, are, they make so much noise. And uh, I love them. I keep, you know, candy on my, and on my desk. I saw some on your pastor's desk. I, and uh, the children come in the office, and, and I tell them all, stop all that noise. Go sit down somewhere. <laughs> and they just giggle. All that noise, and this said all that noise. Come slam, slam. It don't matter where I am. I'll be in the store. You bring yours to, to Nordstrom. Come sit down, little boy. Where your mama at? Go on. All that noise. I done got to the point I can do that now. I, I don't care. I don't care. I got AAA. I got a bell bond. I don't care. Make all that noise. Can't stand all that noise. And, and it's funny that I'm preaching about psalms and praise because all that noise, all that noise. But the Bible says, go to hell. It's going to be weeping and gnashing and wailing of teeth. You go to hell, it's going to be some noise. And, and unless you make enough noise that the angels look over the portals of heaven and hear your pride and through the word of God find you in a salvific way, you are going to hell. And when you get there, it's going to be some noise. Well, I'm sorry, I wasn't supposed to say H-E double hockey stick. I'm all right. But on the other side, if you get to the place where there's 12 gates to the city, three gates to the east, three gates to the west, three gates to the north, three gates to the south, it's going to be howdy, howdy, and never goodbye. The angels bow before him and worship him and say glory to the Lamb. In heaven, there's going to be some noise. Noise will make you work. The old Negro slave ditties. Plantation songs were good for communication, but they were also good for syncopation. But when they were working out in the cotton fields, tobacco fields, harvesting watermelons, sing them old songs. When they got time to get out of trouble, somebody shout, get right church. Let's go home. The evening to be in there. Train may be too late. Get right, church. When it was time to move, somebody might shout, it's getting late in the evening. And the sun going down. Somebody wanted to testify. They said, I've been rising and falling. 
but I'm on my way. If it hadn't been for Jesus, something about the songs, songs get you ready to work. That's, that's why praise and worship is good. It fills you up so that you can go out and do some work. Onward, Christian soldiers. I'm going to stay on the battlefield for my Lord. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Since I, I feel, so what? Just laid. When you lift up a praise to God, God's praises makes you want to go out and save the world. That's why I'm a soldier in the army. Think about the praise songs and the devotional songs. It ought to make you want to turn your face from the crowd and turn your face towards Calvary in order that you might begin to instill a promise and a purpose for all of those that are in front of you to bow before the matchless and mighty Savior and request his presence in your life that you might be saved. Thank God for the voices of men that send us out with a song. A praise is good for work. Last point, I'm done. Now, this don't have anything but a praise, and it's not alliteration. But our job, our one job, is to come into the house ready to get it in. I'm sorry, to come into the sanctuary. I forgot, I'm not. With a spirit of praise and exaltation. Lifting up collective voices in adoration. To Adonai, Jehovah, Jadwe, our God. Now, when we lift up a praise to God and we praise him through many dangers, toils, and snares, when we come together forsaking not the fellowship of the brothers, we got one more job that in our voices that it might encourage everybody to say we can make it over. That's why Mahalia used to say how I got over. Lord, I look back and wonder how I. It says, it's in the Bible, it says, enter into his gates. Enter into his courts with. Because the Lord, he is and his mercy endures. That's enough to come in and get it in. Whether you're a soprano or an alto, alto or tenor or basso, you get in where you fit in because the Lord, he is, and his mercy endures. Whether you're a GS4 or a GS12, you ought to come in with a voice of praise because the Lord is. And his mercy endures, whether you single or whether you divorced, whether you separated or widowed, you ought to enter in his gates because the Lord is and his mercy. Whether you've been cancer ridden and now you have been delivered, whether you had osteoporosis, polio, or asthmatic, when you come into the building, you ought to celebrate because the Lord is and his mercy endures forever whether you've been broke busted disgusted lost or turned out when you show up on sunday morning you ought to celebrate because the lord is and his mercy endures 
forever. Whether you've had a DUI or you did a five-point bid in the old Lord and penitentiary, if you can get into the house, you ought to lift up your voice because the Lord is and his mercy endures. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. Is there anybody in here who knows my Jesus and understands that the Lord is and his mercy endures? Great is our God. He's been with us. He is and his mercy endures. Well, anybody in here, just give me five seconds of your time and celebrate with me that the Lord is and his mercy endures. I don't know how long forever is, but it's long enough that as soon as my feet touch his eye, he's good. He's good. Mm, good. That's what Jesus Christ is. He's good. Can you celebrate with me? Tell the angels that the Lord is. That the Lord is. That the Lord is. Shout yeah. Yeah. Every now, every now, every now and then. I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me. I look back over my life and I think things over. And I know that the Lord, uh, he's been good. So, so good. He's been good. Him is good. Him gonna be good. You know how I know he woke me up this morning. You know how I know he woke me up this morning. You know how I know he woke me up this morning. Samsung didn't do it. The Lord did it because he's been good. I dare you one more time. I'm trying to leave my seat. Shout he's been good. He's been good, so, so good. The Lord's been good. Good day, Zion. May the Lord bless you real good. If you don't ever see me no mowing again, know that I've got a praise deep down on the inside. Because I got one thing to do. That's make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye lands, I'm going to serve the Lord with gladness. I'm going to come before his gates with thanksgiving because the Lord is good. I know he's brought me through many dangers, toils and snares, yet I've already come. The Lord's been good. He clothed my body. 
He anointed my head with oil. My cup runneth over. The Lord is good. He stood me before the judges and canceled out my sentence. The Lord is good. He's been bread when I'm hungry. The Lord is good. Do you know the Lord? He's fed me water when I was thirsty. The Lord is good. He's been my battle axe in a time of war. The Lord is good. He's been my very present help in the time of hunger. The Lord is good. He is good. God, our Father, we thank you.